Well, it's almost time for state tournament and girls basketball. This week's boys basketball action was highlighted by a 1-2 showdown in 4A. A couple of Idaho athletes follow their hearts when committing to the next level, and the leaders in wrestling remain the same in all classifications. Hi again, Wayne DeZubak. This is PrepCast on IdahoSports.com. PrepCast presented by Steve's hometown Toyota in Ontario, where for the 18th straight year, they have been named Toyota's President's Award winner for outstanding customer service. Remember, check out Steve's hometown Chevrolet Buick GMC. That's in Fruitland. And check out Steve's hometown Motors. It's in Weezer. The Steve's hometown dealerships, proud to support the hometown student-athletes as sponsor of PrepCast here on IdahoSports.com. All right, next week, we're going to be up to our eyeballs in Girls State High School basketball action. District play winding down this week, and all the teams that we've kind of expected to see at State, well, they're coasting through district action, and they'll be among the 48 teams heading right here to the Treasure Valley to compete for a state crown. The first to earn a state berth was Sugar Salem. They beat Teton 62-20 to the other night, stamping their ticket to the 3A tournament. Remember, the Diggers won the 3A consolation title a year ago. More district finals are on tap late this week, and I'll have a complete rundown of all the state tournament matchups for you in next week's prep cast. For the record, I'll be teaming with Logan Green, and we'll be calling all the 4A girls action. That'll be over at Mountain View High School. Remember, every girls' state basketball game will be audio streamed right here on IdahoSports.com. So stay tuned, stay in the know, and stay with us all tournament long. Now, earlier this week, I had a chance to call a big one-two showdown in boys 4A high school basketball hoops, the game living up to its hype. Middleton and Columbia ranked 1-2 in the media poll, collided Monday in Middleton. It was the first game that I've called this season where the maximum amount of fans were allowed, along with students and pep bands. And believe me, everybody was ready to make some noise. Get this, I even heard the fans chant, air ball, air ball. That's right, and a shot that was missed uh, of everything. And it was kind of like old times when I heard that. I'll tell you this, though, not really often that during the regular season you get to see a number one against number two matchup, and even more unusual when it is two teams from the same conference. Middleton entered the game 10-1 and in 4A SIC play, 15-3 and overall. Then he had Columbia 8-1 and in league, 15-2 and on the season, including an earlier win over Middleton at Columbia, 56-45. to The game not only featured the top two 4A teams in the state of Idaho, but it featured a matchup of two of the best players, not only in 4A, but I think the entire state. I'm talking about Middleton's Tyler Medeiros, a junior, and Columbia senior Jalen Alexander. Both guys are 6'7", and they would go one-on-one all night long. I mean, they'd be down low going after each other. It was a joy to watch them do battle, and battle they did. Both ended up with four fouls on the night. That's how hard they play. Alexander would finish with 15 points. Medeiros had 21 But despite those two being the focus all game long, it was a drive down the lane with 3.1 seconds to go in overtime by Merritt Foote that made the difference. Foote had to go with a shot high over Alexander's outstretched arms to lay the ball off the glass and into the bucket, handing Middleton a 60-58 win in overtime. While Medeiros and Alexander provided the big showdown down low, and foot the heroics in overtime. I tell you what, it was actually a guy named Tate Stuckey of Middleton who brought the Vikings back from a 14-point deficit early in the third. Columbia's lead had actually grown to 39-25 when Stuckey canned a trio of three-point shots to erase that big margin and spark the Middleton win. The Vikings now 11-1 in league, Columbia now 8-2, but... 
Both teams still have a couple of regular season games on the agenda, and each has to play Valley View, a dangerous team capable of beating either on a given night. I definitely expect Middleton and Columbia to be at State in three weeks, and they'll probably do it all over again. By the way, just for the record, Medeiros was named the IdahoSports.com Player of the Game Monday night. What a game he had with those 21 points. Now, the Boys State Basketball Tournament begins March 3rd with 1A play and the 4th of March with all other classifications. Once again, I'll be teaming up with Logan Green at the Fort Idaho Center this time for all the 5A action. You know, I haven't talked much about wrestling for a couple of weeks now, in part because, well, there really hasn't been much of a change. The number one teams in each classification simply have not changed. Meridian tops in 5A, Napa the pace setter in 4A, South Fremont leads the 3A standings, and New Plymouth remains the best in the 2A, 1A combined poll. In fact, three of the four polls have remained steady with the same top five for three straight weeks, so I'm kind of excited for state action coming up in a couple of weeks to see if things get juggled around a little bit. In 5A, Meridian is followed by Post Falls, CUNA, Coeur d'Alene, and Highland of Pocatello. After Napa in that 4A poll is Jerome, Lakeland, Columbia, and Blackfoot. Snake River is second to South Fremont on the 3A standings, followed by Buell, American Falls, and Weezer. And in the 2A, 1A combined poll, paced by New Plymouth right now, you've got Ryrie in second place, followed by Declo, Malad, Grace, and then you've got a lone newcomer to the top five in Wendell. Last week, of course, College National Letter of Intent Day came and went for local Idaho high school athletes with dreams and aspirations of playing at the next level. Talented Gem State athletes made their decisions official, and it'll be kind of fun watching and keeping track of their success down the road. For me, one player in particular stood out with his decision. Jordan Erickson of Rocky Mountain had a great senior year with the Grizzlies. His 18 touchdowns led Rocky Mountain to yet another 5A football state title. He did so with amazing 4.5 speed in the 40 and his innate ability to leave defenders in his wake. Erickson's talent attracted no less than seven Division I offers, including Idaho and Idaho State in-state, but Erickson wanted to play for Boise State. He watched with excitement and anticipation as Brian Harson left for Auburn and they named a new coach in Andy Avalos out of Oregon who took over the Broncos. Erickson immediately loved the excitement that Avalos brought to the table almost immediately. And when Boise State offered Erickson a preferred walk-on opportunity, he took it. He passed on those seven scholarship offers for a chance to play on the blue as a preferred walk-on. And I have no doubt that Erickson will earn a scholarship at Boise State. He's so talented, the Broncos want him to play defense, even though his offensive abilities are off the chart. I bet you we see him play a little offense as well somewhere down the road. You love to have the fact that Jordan Erickson stayed true to his conviction to one day be a Boise State Bronco. For the record, Erickson wasn't the only Idaho football gem to agree to a preferred walk-on at Boise State. Eagle quarterback Ben Ford did likewise. He'll gray shirt and then be a freshman in the eligibility in any way in 2022. All right, that's it for PrepCast this week on IdahoSports.com. PrepCast, as always, presented by Steve's hometown, Toyota in Ontario, where for the 18th straight year, they've been named Toyota's President's Award winner for outstanding customer service. Remember, check out Steve's hometown Chevrolet, Buick, GMC, and Fruitland, and always check out Steve's hometown motors in Weezer. The Steve's hometown dealerships, proud to support the hometown student-athletes as sponsor of PrepCast here on IdahoSports.com. Dot com. As always, best of luck to your favorite team and to your favorite student-athlete. Thanks for joining me. I'm Wayne DeZubak.